Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, Rifters. This is Rifts and Rules, the 5A D&D podcast where we go to the many 5A books and talk about various rules to enhance your gameplay experience. I'm Nathan, the Dungeon Master of Riftwake. And I'm Remy, a player on Riftwake and a Dungeon Master myself. And today we're here to talk about profanity. In the immortal words of George Carlin... Shit, this fuck cunt cocksucker motherfucker tits. Oh, God. <laughs> so, profanity is a weird, weird thing. Like, it is entirely just a social construct of there being words that are bad for some reason. And, like, I mean, there are certain words that we, we're, we're not allowed to say on this show. <laughs> Fuck you. Or anywhere. <laughs> but no, seriously, like the idea of profanity is pretty interesting because like there's different right. words that are just used to describe like why certain words are bad. Like something is, you know, a curse word or a swear word, but then it all falls under this big umbrella of profanity. But <laughs> so obviously you know, I am very pro-profanity, but Nathan, why is this relevant at all to Dungeons & Dragons? Um, um, some, some people in Wald and out of Wald might not be. What? What? Did I say something I wrong? said, why is it relevant, and you didn't answer that question. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's very relevant, yes. <sighs> one day, one day, you will actually give me an accurate just nice answer to a question i give you as yet that day has not come <sighs> but anyway language is the way that we communicate it is you know the vibrations in the air that the other person you know picks up and attributes meaning to 
So it is important just in life to just understand what that cultural norm is for the people that are at your table. And honestly, there's two different sides to this, which is, you know, the out of game as well as the in game. So honestly, I'm more interested in the in game for this one because we talked about social contract before. So I'm just going to briefly talk about the out of game side. Like there are some words that are socially unacceptable. You just should not say them, you know? Yeah. Just, yeah, the N-word, the, uh, I guess, three or six letter F-word. Uh, like, oh, there right. are some things okay. you just should not say, but... I, I do have to say that there are there have been trends that, uh, like, um, profanity, like, words, swear words that refer to stuff like... Uh, the act of you know doing like sex and stuff like that are a lot more acceptable and like um you know feces and stuff like shit are, are, mm-hmm. are okay nowadays compared to how they were like obviously some people are still not okay with them especially with people among the older generation especially but like it, it's it's still a lot more acceptable now However, like compared to how it was, um, <laughs> obviously due to changing times and uh, people realizing, hey, that's actually pretty bad. <laughs> um, things like words that refer to one's race and so on and so forth in the negative light, or sex in the, I mean, um, your agenda, your identity um, in a sexual way, or you know, gender, I guess, um, are looked upon a lot more, you know, negatively. Uh, like it's not okay any anymore right so yeah so yeah language is an evolving thing which is actually something that could be potentially interesting to incorporate into a dnd game because there are just changes of culture that might happen over time especially if you're actually like playing in a longer running dnd game like there may be just like long-term events going on that do just change a local culture so to go with the Riftwake example, like it would not at all surprise me that there were some particularly bad word for tieflings. So it's one thing to just talk about D&D racism. But if we're talking about profanity in particular, this is something that a lot of dungeon masters are interested in. But oddly enough, there is not like any like master list or corroboration or anything that I've really been able to find with actual like new bad words to describe things in D&D, which is interesting I, to me I can't from the language that, perspective. Honestly. It's really because weird that there isn't that. It's it, it's difficult because the thing is that real bad words and real words only come by through a lot of people agreeing, hey, that's bad. And very often, if you try and think of a bad word, for example, of a race, like a drow, and think, okay, they're dark-skinned, people would insult, wait a second, that's bad. We can't say that. <laughs> that's bad. Because the first few words that you think of is like, wait a minute, that's uh, actually racist in real life. That's pretty bad. Yeah, but then you might go the other angle of like knife ears is one that I've heard before. Yeah, but the thing is like the big issue with a lot of those kinds kinds of things, right, where you say like knife ears and stuff like that. And um, like even with mudbloods in the case of Harry Mm -hmm. Potter, like, yeah, yeah, all of these like they make sense like okay yeah sure they sound like they could be offensive but you don't get that feeling because we only have the feeling that we have towards 
are profane, like the words that are profane because <laughs> they are profane to us. And that that's that's the the fucking thing, isn't it? Like, there's no easy way to create a thing, Which like is, create a profane. It's just still massively strange to me that there hasn't yeah. been a corroboration, like a collaboration of dungeon masters on this subject. But actually, going back to the Harry Potter other example, though, you mentioned mudblood, but right. what you didn't mention is Muggle. Yeah, muggle, muggle is a made-up word that sounds that is still vaguely offensive for reasons that are hard to put your finger on. Like that is it, it has a very, very uh like a like a like a slur kind of name. Yeah. And like you yeah, you muggle. hear when characters in the movies say that word that I mean, like, I mean, it, like it doesn't sound like a nice descriptor. If, if not, I'm not if I'm not wrong, like depending on your tone, you can make like the word Jew sound like a slur as well, right? I mean it it is and has been oh yeah uh, why, why that, that's pretty mean i mean people have hated hated jews for thousands <laughs> okay can, can i get some context on this jew hate uh, why do yes, people actually. hate the jews um because in the christian bible uh it is forbidden for christians to lend money to other christians so jews were the ones who took over the banks and so right. they were the money lenders and people always hate the people that they owe money to right so that's where all of like the jews have all the money rumors start it's been <laughs> going around a long time oh fuck that's actually something i probably should have brought up in nobility that i forgot to mention is just other like royal people like the oh, royal yeah, well, advisor like because uh, like, in the court they're actually like the money lenders title in certain courts was officially the court Jew. <laughs> the court Jew. <laughs> like, oh God. Yeah, like it's like you could actually read a Wikipedia page <laughs> just talking about the court, the history of the court Jew. I don't know why, but that's fucking funny to me. <sighs> it's it's something, all right. It's it sounds like a joke. It, it doesn't sound real, honestly. But it, but it was. I promise you. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I mean, like, it's one of those odd things talking about lending money. I know this is a massive tangent, but I got to talk yeah. about it, right? We should talk about banking in some episode. Like, like, um, it's it, it's so strange because lending money used to be like a fucking something a taboo, taboo. Like, like it wasn't a thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's an interesting subject. I put it on the list. We'll talk about that more in the future. Sure thing. Let's let's go. <laughs> yeah, but back to profanity though. So. Making up words is hard, but honestly, like now that I've said that out loud, I'm probably going to take the time and see what I can come up with. But I have not previously done. So this is something that I, Remy, have not previously made a stupidly complicated chart for. So we've made a big mistake here because (laughs) I imagine in two weeks, you may or may not feel like a, a a shiver go down your back <laughs> and and um your sense of morality shall begin to fail you i i can explain why remy probably had, had at that point created over 50 different words that mean all sorts of horrible horrible mm, things probably not that many maybe like two dozen or so that's more than that's more than the tree i probably come up with so <laughs> <laughs> yeah um the world's going again and um yeah it's been fun guys <laughs> oh, man that's gonna be a fun project for me yeah i'm gonna take the time to do that join our discord everything. and you might get to see the results <laughs> this no, was, but... the show was a mistake <laughs> never <laughs> no but in all seriousness there is you know the idea of okay like 
the you know bad words in terms of describing a people but there's also more to it than just that because the like i mentioned a moment ago there are multiple types of profanity and honestly one of the more common ones that actually is said a lot is you know the more blasphemic state you know statements like you stub your toe and you yell jesus fucking christ <laughs> like that is a weird evolution of language that, that just became a thing okay uh, it's weird but like, like it, it didn't in, used to be okay to invoke the, the name no. of god like, over the littlest thing like there are still like you know parents and grandparents alive now that still are just like <gasps> you know how you know don't take the lord's name in vain and I, for some reason just like as part of just the more you know growing acceptance of profanity like our generation just does that a lot yeah like honestly it's one of those really weird things because i say jesus christ and oh my god at times and the right. funny thing is that i have never and i mean never had any real proper contact with christianity except like one time a friend tried to drag me to 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 church but that, that was one time <laughs> okay but the thing is i exclaimed jesus christ and i'm jewish He's Jewish, guys. Look at him. <laughs> I mean, I do have the schnoz. He has a schnoz. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a like a like a suitable insult. Your schnoz. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, does sound like that should be a bad word in its own. I know, but it's it, just Yiddish for for <laughs> Yeah, yeah, your schnoz. Uh, interesting. I wonder if you could even just use that for D and D. It's just like, would there be a race that has a big nose? <laughs> you schnoz. Oh come on! You don't. You don't need to spend time around that schnoz. Like, like, it sounds like, like an yeah, it sounds like an insult. <laughs> we, we found it. We that's amazing. I like. I like this Yiddish thing. Uh, no, it Yiddish sounds... has some great words. It's so cool. It's not. It sounds amazing. I wonder if there are any Yiddish curses that I don't know about. I'm having a quick tangential Google. We've gone oh. down the rabbit hole, boys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out what's going on. Banner and banner. Uh, there's no pronunciation guide here. I know Hebrew, not Yiddish. It's weird the fact that there is just like current dying languages. Oh yeah, l l talking about profanity, like, let me talk about like profanity in different languages. It's kind of funny, right? Because in some languages, like if you say like a, a white man, a black man, like typically that's just like, okay, maybe some people might find it insensitive to just call people by colors, but otherwise it's pretty okay. But if, if you, in Chinese, right, if you say black guy, so it, okay, I'm going to say it out loud. Heron, it's very, very racist. <laughs> do you know what, how I know? It's uh, my, my grandfather uses it all the time. And do, do you know um, how we call um, what we call white people mm. uh, in the in, in, like um, in the mat way? Mm. So the, 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 you, have you ever read a, a thing where like a Chinese person says like uh, those uh, white uh, devils or something like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like um, there's this um thing called Yangui, which is basically white devil or white demon. It's like like it's just so funny that when translates it, it sounds like yeah, that, that that seems like kind of okay. But like as someone who has, speaks the language to to like some limited extent, it's like yeah, that's really fucking racist. <laughs> 
It's like, oh, oh, geez, um, you're not supposed to say that, uh, Granddad. Uh, that's oh. pretty bad. I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on the whole Yiddish curses thing, and I found some interesting ones. Like, I can't pronounce the correct Yiddish versions, but just like right. the English translations of these are kind of amazing. May a wheel run over your skull. <laughs> Holy shit, that's amazing. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, man. And like, that's actually another just underappreciated side of profanity. Like, yeah, we, you know, default to the idea of, you know, the Fuck. single bad words, you know, fuck shit all that good stuff but colorful language is an underappreciated art and it is one that i unfortunately am terrible at i just am not good at it i just don't think like with that type of i just don't think that way yeah kaden is great at colorful language (laughs) honestly it's like okay he's he's really good at two kinds of colorful language he's really good at colorful swearing and colorful lying (laughs) oh man Ooh, Uh, just sorry just here's another just good yiddish person that's kind of a deep cut may i have the privilege of sewing your shroud because like when you die you have a funeral shroud so may i have the privilege of sewing your shroud just basically like i want to see you die but that is a deep cut version oh man uh jesus christ (laughs) may your father be possessed by a demon I wish you a sweet death. A truck full of sugar should run over you. (laughs) Oh, man, I want this book. And so Remy got the book. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Oh, boy, everyone. We didn't see this coming at all. Oh, boy. One misfortune is too few for him. Man, this gets fucking dark. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. May, 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 may I ask, um, is this representative of the, uh, the, the state of the minds of these uh, speakers of this uh, language? Are they all uh, mean and nasty? <laughs> <sighs> like, oh man, some of these are... Actually, actually, that's a good question, isn't it? Like, I wonder what's the difference between like the severity and the kind of um, insults like, and, and like, profanity that are in different languages. Yeah, like, honestly, just, it's a weird thing, because, interestingly enough, it is actually mentioned, I think it's actually in the player's handbook, I want to say, that, like, in the section about languages, it mentions that, like, a person might pick up, you know, some dwarvish or orcish curse words. Some choice words. Yeah, like, this is explicitly in the books, but yet, you know, us in the real world just don't necessarily do that as much anymore. Like, it's weird that colorful language is a dying art as profanity is becoming more acceptable that is an interesting contrast honestly yeah like the weird thing is that it it, like colorful language is really like if you get insulted with colorful language you you may feel like 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 a bit red in the face but you know you gotta gotta give some respect because it's like damn he 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 got me good (laughs) 
Oh man. Oh we're, we're fuck, just... here's another great one. Sorry. Yeah. May all your teeth fall out but one, and may that one give you a toothache. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like like honestly, I imagine like all of these are just like like holy shit, man. Like I I get it, right? There are moments when I, I think, okay, there's this oddly specific um series of events I want to happen to this person I don't really like. But <laughs> Imagine just having like like people just come up with with these fucking over time, you know. It's not it's not like a like a thing that one person created. It's that kind of like saying, I don't know how do how do sayings or um like profanities even come about? I mean that could just be argued how does any language really come about? And it is just that you know, someone kinda said it does. once, and yeah, like honestly, kinda, I kind of catches I, I'm slightly disappointed in myself. I did not look up like the history of the etymology of the word "fuck," but fuck. <laughs> but I'm sure that Remy, it would be interesting. You fucked up, Remy. Remy. Uh, I mean, I do love me some etymology, but nonetheless, probably. Uh, Please send us an email if you if you do know so know hey, the yeah. etymology of the word "fuck." I can Google it. I just didn't do it in advance because I honestly just didn't think. Oh, God. Remy didn't think of a thing. Gosh, is he hey. the real Remy? First it attested was a long use silence. is around 1475. <laughs> uh, in modern usage, the term fuck and its derivatives, such as fucker and fucking, can be used as a noun, <laughs> verb, adjective, interjection, or adverb. I know, right? It's amazing. <laughs> It's literally the fucking rest, isn't it? Wait, what the fuck? Hmm? It, oh, I sorry, I, I I didn't mean to actually use fuck that, but uh, anyway, <laughs> the U.S. Supreme Court has ruled that usage of fuck is protected under the First and Fourteenth Amendments. What's the Fourteenth so, Amendment? So, First Amendment is free speech, right? But Fourteenth wasn't that one of the Reconstruction Amendments after the Civil War? Why is that relevant? It played a big part. <laughs> oh, okay. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States. Okay. So, yeah. So, taking away... No taking away rights of citizens. Why Why is that even needed to be written there? Well, because slaves. Again, after the Civil War. What is wrong with you, Americans? A lot. What's wrong with white people? Right? A lot. <laughs> Can you explain? No. No, I cannot. Can you explain what's wrong with the Chinese government in, in specific detail? <laughs> um, afraid not. I know a lot of things, but I don't know everything, and I'm afraid that is out of my expertise. Uh, you know, you know that, that kind of the, 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 the rice, uh, racist Chinese thing? Yeah, there's, there's internment camps. It's real fun. Mm. They call it internment camps, but we all know what they are. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're basically ah. like 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 uh, fun fun places, man. But something else, just if you want to make use of more colorful language and just other words in your mm -hmm. games, there are a lot of words that have just fallen out of favor over time. So if you just just look up old curses or old time curses or medieval cur like just look up curses. there's a lot of things that you can google to find some of this and there are some choice words that are just something like brackmerd a wood knife but used as slang for penis meaning it could split things in two like okay oh god i get it now 
<laughs> it took me a second, but now I was like, wait a second, uh, that plus that, oh, oh, I get it now, <laughs> makes sense. But then there's also some just kind of fun sounding words, like fop doodle, which is someone, who, doodle. someone who's up their own backside and quite dim. Honestly, that sounds like a word that Ronald Dahl would make up. Yeah, I think that might be a Shakespeare. Shakespeare made a lot of, like, modern fucking yes. things that we use a lot. Yes. Do you know, yeah, eyeball was a Shakespeare word. Right, right. It's, like, fucking crazy how, like, how... Yeah, real, hundreds how... of words that he just made up and people just said, okay, we'll use that word for the thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's crazy because, honestly, it's kind of crazy because he, he made it up and he, by by sheer, like, fucking amazingness he is remembered <laughs> by a lot of people like th that's the thing he, he's from so long ago but because there were so many people that fucking watched like the, the plays and stuff even mm -hmm. people outside his time some of the stuff from the play just became part of language mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just like kind of used like honestly language is an ever evolving thing like that's just how it works like, what's kind of funny, have you ever heard of the poem Jabberwocky by Lewis Carroll? Uh, I've heard of the Jabberwocky. I've never actually heard the Jabberwocky, I don't think. Okay, it's a really interesting poem because something like, I don't know, one in four words, he just fucking made up. Like, it literally is just words that do not exist. But he wrote this poem specifically just like to make you understand just through context clues, what is actually happening and being described. Let me search with it. Just, yeah. Look, let me just read the first verse. Twas brillig, and the slithy toves did gyre and jimble in the wabe. All mimsy were the borrow groves, and the mom wraths outgrabe. I'm very confused. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, although, fun fact though, that poem, Jabberwocky, is the origin of the word vorpal. Because, you know, the weapon used in that poem was the, the vorpal, vorpal blade. blade. And that is the origin of the vorpal weapons in Dungeons and Dragons. So it's oh not God, just me being a poetry. Is reality. So, so literally, so this guy just made up a word, and now here we are. And that mm -hmm. word was used to describe a magical enchantment in Dungeons and Dragons for quite a long yeah. time, in fact. And it's just interesting because, like, the Vorpal Sword's enchantment is specifically just that if you roll a 20 on the die, you cut off its head. So it literally is just directly from Snicker the poem. Snack. Yeah, the Vorpal Blade went snicker snack. Straight <laughs> Left it dead and with its head went galumphing back. However, what is also just really cool about uh, the poem Jabberwocky, a lot of those words he made up. But like we just mentioned for Vorpal, it became a word right. because of the poem. Like like uh, Bandersnatch is used as yeah. a thing. So another one, the word chortled. So like for some Isn't that like laugh? Yeah. Like some derivative of laugh nowadays? It is now, but guess it, what? it came from here. Yeah. What the fuck? It was coined in that in 1871. Okay, Remy, 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 honestly, <laughs> you know, I was. I, my 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 worldview is crumbling by the second. <laughs> I am very. I am. I. I am. I'm in fear. I'm confused, <laughs> and but, I'm worried. 
but like that—that's part of what I mean, though. It's just like okay to go back to the idea of profanity, though. So language evolves. We have well established that by now. <laughs> but what's interesting, though, like this is part of why it's so mind-boggling to me that there hasn't been like a collaboration for just D and D curse words because all that it takes for a word that is made up to become an official word is for people to just agree. Yes, this word means this thing now. Like, to use another just kind of more modern example, yeet. Yeet! Yeet is a fucking made-up word, but everyone just (laughs) agreed for some reason that, okay, it is to just chuck something away, is to yeet it. I guess, like, honestly, it's one of those really weird things. Like, you're just seeing history in the making, and like, fifty years from now, it's it's probably just going to be like a common thing that just people say. So I yeeted my my uh, rock down the river, and uh, it, it hit something. Like, I'm I'm just waiting for the time when there's a scientific paper that is published where, right? <laughs> you know, you know, the magnetic current was applied to the rail which proceeded to then yeet the target object. (laughs) Oh my god, that's amazing! Oh my god! I I can't, this is too good. You know, going back to talking about this world, and and um, if, if it was a setting and world building, fucking kudos to that fucking madman up up there and in, in the high heavens, eh? What you mean, the scientist who published it? No, no, big big thumbs up to uh, what do you call that? Uh, DM God. Let let's go with that. DM uh-huh. God. Big kudos. It's pretty cool. All right. Anyway, so. Going back to just the idea of, you know, quote unquote, bad words, like just Googling other languages, other just real historical words. There are a lot of just, yeah, like a lot of curses out there because like we have a lot yeah, of languages in our world. Like Honestly, a lot of curses sound very cursy. Yeah. Like, OK, good example. So f- Spanish, caca fuego. Shitfire. <laughs> Isn't that one like like Pendejo or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. That that sounds like you you hear it and you're like, oh <laughs> it sounded spicy. Yeah. Like what's funny I don't even like, know what that it means. basically just means like stupid. Like it's not like it's it's often considered to be like asshole, but it's not like the the literal definition of asshole. It's just kind of used that way. Right. So it's interesting that like actually like liter literature wise, I don't know right what the right word is. Uh, oh, no, the uh, denotative definition is not actually that bad, but it's still just considered to be a slang word that is somewhat vulgar, even though its definition is not, which is, again, just interesting use of language. So it is totally within a dungeon master's prerogative to make the choice. I think I might have even mentioned this at some point in the past, but like to associate real languages to D&D languages like, OK, common is English. So whatever, you you know, you curse in common, it's normal English cursing. But then maybe you might decide like, okay, I'm just going to have Elvish be French or something like that. And then you might just look up, okay, so what would be like the French curse words? And then that could be like what is said if someone were to like curse in Elvish. And then you might associate like I like using, you know, Russian for dragonborn for that more like harsher guttural sounds. Or you might use something like, you know, German for dwarvish for similar reasons. Oh, God, the Dwarves. 
<laughs> a harsh language. Holy harsh shit. people. <laughs> With a harsh fever. And again, that gives you as the dungeon master or just players. You could totally, this is something that you could just foist onto your players. Like if you just have a player who is just playing a dwarf, you could just tell them like, look, in this world, the way that I want to play this is that like the dwarven You're language German. is just based on German. <laughs> yeah. So like you can just say, you know, you're a well-educated dwarf who like does not have a German accent because again, you just have a full education. I, I want to see a D&D game run by linguists. <laughs> oh boy, that would be interesting. Like I am not even an amateur, but it is just I am interested in language, but I am not good at it. <laughs> like oh, I man. play games. <laughs> I'm angry. Ah. Lick me, lick me. The fuck? Uh, basically, you know, kiss my ass, but German. Man, yeah. Like the point. So I keep getting into these rabbit holes. I'm sorry, folks. But the point that I'm trying to make here is like <laughs> there are a lot of curses out there that are really fun, and like there are no limit to just the inspirations that you as a dungeon master can pull from. Like whether you wanted to just be like using actual other language curses, making up you know your own just words to use for the sake of profanity like it is something that just creates again just a feel to the world that they, you're in for it to have language because like we talked about at the very start of all this you know the vibrations in your ear that you pick up and associate meaning to language is how we all communicate and it is the way that we understand the world so by using you know profane blasphemy cursed language it shapes the real world that we're we're in and you can use it to shape your dungeons and dragons world as well thanks for listening to this episode of riffs and rules please leave us a review and give us five stars on itunes also support us on patreon at patreon.com slash riftwake podcast tiers start as low as a dollar and even that much really helps us out supporters get benefits such as behind the scenes content early access to episodes access to the monthly hangout where you'll be able to chat with the cast and even input on riffs and rules topics find us on social media on twitter at riftwake podcast on facebook as riftwake on reddit on the subreddit r slash riftwake podcast and you can send us an email riftwake podcast at gmail.com and that's it for today Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.